Doctors take Field of Greens for their own health. Here's Dr. Ryan Green to explain. We're like you, too much fast food and not enough exercise. That's why I take Field of Greens. The fruits and vegetables in Field of Greens support my heart, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism for weight loss. And Field of Greens promises your doctor will notice your improved health or your money back. Get 15% off with promo code HEALTH at fieldofgreens.com. That's promo code HEALTH at fieldofgreens.com. Product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to Invasion of Privacy. I'm Kate Wolf, and today I have returning guest Brenda Castano is here. Did I say that right? Yes, you said it correctly. Don't you say it? Isn't isn't there a more beautifully ethnic way of saying it? Yes. Um, In Spanish, my last name is Castano. See, I knew it was yeah, Castano. Yeah, Yeah, Brenda Castano. I have a a little like line. Yeah, yeah, the enye. But in American culture, we don't have the Enya, so I took it away when I was younger because I was like, dude, people are not going to know how to spell my last no, name. No, I like it. <laughs> I, Brenda Castaño, Castaño is so beautiful. So I would bring it back. I would. Bring it back. You're Brenda Castaño. bring it back? And Brenda Castaño and I are <laughs> for real co-hosting an event November 21st. Yes. We last podcast I said it was going to be in Garwood, but it's going to be in Island where we're podcasting. Once you um I think yeah, you have to go to Eventbrite basically to get the address and so on and to so on. To get the ticket, yes. Yeah, yeah, but the tickets are on Eventbrite. I'll be posting it on social media. It's $55 a ticket. It's about two and a half hours. Only 25 people can fit, but it's a Phoenix Rising workshop and we were just discussing what phoenix rising means and i'm gonna have you lead we both just had a discussion yes, so we were talking about because there's a lot of ways we could define the phoenix rising and for me sometimes i like a little bit of um definitions because we all think in different ways so i was thinking okay the phoenix rising could be awakening from sleep um being aware that you deserve to be happy or uh, rebirth, like you were saying, like um, Kat was saying before, that it was getting up every time you go down. Yes. So it is very powerful to know that we are in the most powerful time on earth. Um, They say there's souls that are dying to come onto earth because this time is so magical. We are awakening from time of sleeping the goddess within all of us is waking up not just women men also Uh, I know you wanted to speak a little bit more about that Kate yes and I also want to say we are in this magical time and yet my listeners know I've been in and out of the ER so in this magical time a lot of deep traumas are, Mm. are surfacing but for us to heal it's not to take us down it might feel like that at the time um it's because, by the way, since the last time I podcasted, I was in the emergency room again. Brenda knows because we missed a yes. meeting because of it. But um, but it, it's and the reason why was because I was trying a medication that didn't work with me. And I have happily landed that marijuana is the medication <laughs> for me. I have it legally. It's it. going through. Yes. I got notice. Yes. But it's so funny how so many people judge this plant medicine. And I used to as well. 
And it really helps so many of us, whether it's with anxieties or seizures or stomach issues. Um, you know, I'm so grateful. I'm no longer going to go to the emergency room because I am now going to finally just accept it's weed and clonopin that really helps it's me. It's so interesting since we talked about that you had um, your nervous breakdown. I um, wouldn't call it a nervous or, breakdown. Or it, um, shattering. It, or shattering or feeling that you can't control your thoughts. It was more of an unraveling of the defense mechanisms mm. because when we say, you know, it's like breakdown or is it a breakthrough? It was one of those, but there's so much that comes with that word. I understand. Breakdown. Yes. And, and women have been pinned and men as crazy and as have been called mentally ill in names yeah. for actually just being very sensitive or emotional or having really in tune gifts. So I have a reaction to that word, but in my shattering of delusions, we'll say that were inflicted upon me from not just my childhood, but historical wounds that have been in the soil for centuries that were yes. healing you know it's so crazy because since you had um you told me about it um i teach sound healing and one yes. of my students last night she was like i've been coming in and out of the hospital myself and then my friend just called me he's like yeah my brother I had to take him to the hospital he he was going crazy or like it's but and see it's, how it's, we say that yes. we have to stop and I get it. I agree. But we I'm have sorry. to stop. No, don't apologize. We have to stop as a collective because we hurt ourselves. And I still do it. Yeah. I still go. Well, it's funny when when I was being um, let out of the hospital, he said to me, one of the psychiatrists or social workers, he was like, do you think you're mentally ill? And I said, well, I'm going to go home and channel the mermaid realm. So what do you think? <laughs> and he looked at me and he was like, you do that as a job, right? I was like, yeah. <laughs> He was like, I think you're not mentally ill. I was like, okay, thank you. So, okay, can we give it another word instead of being mental? When I'm, I don't want to say. I think it goes beyond that, Brenda. It is no, it is. It's awakening, and what that's what we're talking about right now is awakening uh, is scary. It is, and the thing is that we're going into a world that is unknown, the world of where seriously. Uh, you guys, I believe in telepathic uh, communication. 100%. I believe that we can move um, objects with our minds. I believe in telekinesis. So the understanding, I guess, right now for vocabulary, uh, what is normal, we call it crazy or that. And like if we, of course, I understand vocabulary carries energy. Everything's energy and vibrations. Mm. Um, so we are awakening right now. And seriously, there's so many people ended up in the hospital because they don't know what to do. Um, they're getting scared of their own abilities. They're getting scared of hearing voices. They're getting scared that they're seeing stuff. So as you are awakening into this magical new world, um, people call it 5D or what it is, but we or are- seven or 10 yes. or whatever vision you see to think about it we're not our bodies we are a song we are evolving and what is evolution evolution comes in multiple ways mm. and some of those ways are through your mind and the thing is that some people do not meditate some people do not control their thoughts um, it's and, beyond that yes. people are because part of what connects the er and the mentally ill and crazy to the spiritual is that people are a lot of people, most of us are still in trauma. A lot of us have gone through a lot of yeah. things that we don't 
deal with or discuss Mm -hmm. or don't want to relive. So we rather push it away. So in order to wake up, you also have to revisit the crime scene, Mm -hmm. as Jeff, one of my teachers, would say, and refeel it to heal it, which unfortunately slash fortunately, it's like a time machine for trauma where you can go back finally and as the adult Mm -hmm. sit with that young child who experienced that trauma. But it's very hard and and I went through a lot as a child and I also am very sensitive. I feel the Mother Earth's pain and the cries with what's happening at the border and what's happening with some communities don't have clean water. And then there are just countries where there's plain old rape going on of 11-year-old girls and they're calling it marriage. So I feel this in my bones and all of us men and women alike, we feel this, but we're crazy if we actually talk about the pain or the other realms we see. And I think we just need to just really start being more steeped in love and non-duality, which is one of the cards I just pulled for you. It was none. It was none, the Hebrew letter none. And it really, in my eyes, stood for sisterhood, brotherhood, and non-duality and community. And non-duality, it's, there's no more victim blaming. It's, we are all one. So, Mm -hmm. and, and if we are a reflection of the universe and if we are the universe experiencing itself, it's like, well, okay, I have my perspective as Kate, we have to take in and include everyone's necessary perspective. We are one. You can still be you and be steeped in your body and in Mm. your personal experience, but it's so easy to become the victim and bad guy, good guy. And it kind of said that. And when we read more into what the nun meant. Yeah. It's all about the angles and to know that we are all walking around with different lenses of colors, depending on our childhood, our traumas, our experiences, past lives, past lives, our multifacetedness, our lineage, our family, and our cosmic alien, maybe even (laughs) lineage. It's like so multifaceted, you know? Yes. And we're carrying all of this stuff with us. And we, at this moment in time, we are being called to look at each other and release the judgments and release and and look within right so if someone is hurting you and you want to blame it's really just a mirror to go how what's my blind spot Mm -hmm. what's going on in me that I'm not seeing that I can see so clearly in this person I also want to say I kind of want to go back to our event real quick and then we can go into (laughs) non-duality it really is for men and women because that's what you were trying to get at and and claiming that phoenix power and claiming the inner goddess and the inner god within whether you're male or female it's really about balance and harmony which was also represented in your nun card that I pulled for you from the Kabbalah deck so I think we're harmonizing in our event it's trying to balance but through calling on the goddess of fire within men and women because it's okay to be emotional it's okay to feel insecure and to want to have millions upon billions of second chances and it and that's the phoenix energy you can always rise again this is an eternal dance of that's constantly evolving and shifting so phoenix energy is so loving and beautiful but i love fire goddesses um kali 
is such a deity that I um, an archetype that runs through me and I know Beautiful. runs through you. Yes. Well, I'm sure um, maybe, maybe Kali. I, I don't want to say yes. that. Right. Do you relate to Kali or no? A little bit, a little bit. What goddess or deities do you really call on? Uh, I call on, by the way, I do Hanuman. I call on him a lot. I call on a whole council, aliens, mermaids, but I'm curious who you call on. Mm, you know, it's so interesting. Um, I'm Arcturian aliens, Lear. Sorry, like Learans. I, I feel like I have to give all these shout outs. My thing for me is that um, I am a feeler. Um, I'm still trying to open a little bit my throat chakra. So what I do is just connect with the universe. and I So connect. no specific deity necessarily? No, like, no, it's just like this big, vast openness. Source? Yes, a source of... It's like the the like energy because at the end for me like deities like we are we are energy all of us we are all one and we just vibrate at different frequencies so I feel yeah we all me, have unique soul yes. songs so for me it's like the universe like I encompass so everything. you just go in almost to a place that's way more impersonal it sounds like yes without definition. And it's just like... That's interesting. That's how you pull. It? Well, let me talk about what you yeah. do. So those of you, whether or not you're interested in our event or can even attend because you live near us, Brenda, first of all, is co-owner of Aquarian... Aquarian Yoga in, in Westfield. Westfield. Yes. But actually, last year, I sold oh, it. Oh, you sold it? I sold it. You're not owner at all anymore? Not, not at the moment. Not do you still work there? I do. Oh, okay. I, I'm, okay. I'm right, I, I teach sound healing. I've been teaching sound healing there for five years. And I had the privilege of owning the studio last year for a whole year. It's a beautiful that's experience. When, I think that's about when we met. Yes. We met a little before you purchased it. Yes, yes. And um, it's a beautiful experience. It's just a small for two people to make money. And my uh, partner, Danielle, she wanted to quit her job and pursue like ownership of yoga. And she has three kids. And as a teacher, she was going to leave her pension, leave health insurance, all to be a yoga studio. And I'm like, oh, my God, I got to support this dream. It's like, wow. Yeah. You know, because some yeah. people, they want to feel like... They they cherish more um, stability than like creativity and taking an adventure as owning a, a yoga studio over having a pension and being a teacher and having a the well, salary. Well, first of all, crazy. Uh, you know, there's no one, one better path over the other. But let's just get back to you with the yeah. sound healing. <laughs> no, seriously, Brenda's yes. one of the most talented. I don't want, know if you'd call yourself a sound healer. I don't know the technical name, and I'd love for you to describe what you do. But I just experienced, so so we did an exchange. I read uh, Brenda's cards and gave a non-dual Kabbalistic healing. Um, and she gave me a full-on sound healing session yes. with, and some of her bowls that I want you to describe are, first of all, they're ridiculously expensive, but they're just like, <laughs> crystal bowls that vibrate at this frequency that like I mean it tuned me into like ancient Egypt and portals and alien I mean it was insane she's so good your whole body rings in a certain way I'm gonna let you describe it more <laughs> yes but but if you do come to our event or if you don't find a sound like suppose you live in another country or across the country you have to try out sound oh my healing. god sound healing it's so good so I've been teaching sound healing for the past five years I got into it through another teacher. Um, her name is Donna. She has a studio down the shore. Mm -hmm. And 
um, I was going through a very bad times at that moment, and I would go to her class. And after her class, I feel like a big reset. I could go to class with heartbroken. I could go to class upset. I could go to class like having a big problem in my head. And then I leave there and it's like, I am at ease. I am at peace. So I've been teaching five years. Uh, my sound healing has helps with anxiety, depression, rashes of skin. It helps um, um if you don't sleep, also to help you understand that you're not your body. And for you, well, like... you are your body and you're also more. Yes, yes. But uh, your soul, you're able to raise above and you could feel the difference between your body and your soul. So you could feel the vibrations. Um, these balls, I have especially an alchemy ball that um, is oneness. It's like eternal love and it just makes your body vibrate to another level and you just feel it all over your body it's like it's really beautiful it's um it's deep i love it it's, it's just frequencies um i brought today um the throat chakra the third eye oh my god the third eye was so powerful and then i brought the root chakra and the alchemy ball it was just like it was wow. incredible yeah and and what's interesting is you know, I'm this lucky person who gets to lay on my couch and have you do that. But I feel like I could feel my entire neighborhood, literally the vibration changing, not just in my house, but mm. it, it, it sound and vibration moves. And there's a certain frequency to these bowls that's almost of other it's otherworldly. Oh my God, it's, yes. it's these crystal bowls. And Brenda knows obviously how to work with them. It's an instrument. You know, it's very much like working with a musical instrument. It you cr she creates this song and feels into the people's energy in the room at the same time and to yes. what they need and what bowl needs more you know, resonation and it, it was amazing. And some of the notes in the bowls go so deep and, oh God, and then yes. some go higher like church bells. And it's, it's hard to fully explain un unless you really experience it, but yeah. it does feel like it, it almost, it almost makes time limitless and such, I mean, time already is an illusion to some degree, but like, <laughs> It, it's amazing what that kind of vibration can do. Yes, I have figured out. I, I have had my balls over five years. And I have figured out which balls plays with what. And some balls, what they do, the interference, they create a sound where you're able to transport your mind, your thoughts to another dimension, to... Um, I've been able to experience it even myself. I'll close my eyes and let them sing. And it just takes me to this place that is just like expansive and beautiful, all-encompassing. And in there, um, you rest so much that your body, your molecular structure is healing. Wow, you are expanding your thoughts, your mind, healing and releasing trauma. Exactly. And opening your chakras. Each ball represents a chakra. So you're opening your chakras and just releasing stuck energy out of your body, releasing what no longer serves you, opening up mm -hmm. to another level. There, I feel like sound is... When did you become a sound healer? When did that enter your life? Um, like around five years ago. Okay. How'd that happen? Did you have a sudden awakening or? I found the studio. So I, uh, I found the studio that did sound healing and it was just so amazing. Which one? Uh, Soulful Awakenings down in Belmar. Oh, okay. So I went there and then 
the balls just, they were healing me. They were like, I don't know, they just, they talked to me. And I was, I became obsessed with them. And I was like, I had, I needed to open a studio. I need to give this to a lot of people. And I was like, how am I going to do it? And one of my friends pushed me to buy them. And I never played them before. And I started playing them intuitive. And wow, you did that intuitively? It, yes, I learned how to play them myself because I asked Donna if she could teach me. And she was like, no, I can't teach because it's intuitive. I love that you intuitively felt into it. I think that's so special and talks about how it's so meant to be what you do. Yeah. One of the things, because that's that's like people who can self-teach how to play the piano or whatever. Like that's that's amazing and good to know. Keep going. I just, that's yeah. fascinating to me. Yeah, it is like actually interesting. Now you're thinking, I haven't thought that much into it. But yeah, it just um, sound for me in a way, it's everything. Um, the way it makes you feel, um, it just changes your vibration. If you're having a bad day, even if you are, you have a heartbroken, if you're having an exhausting day, if you're tired, if you can't sleep, you just play this sound crystals and they just take everything away. And it's like a big reset. It's just, they're magical. They're, I feel like sound is the medicine of the future. They even said that the pyramids of Giza were built with the sound frequencies. Sound is, is everything in a way. Well, it just reminds us that we are all, once again, unique vibrations, soul songs. We're frequencies doing this collective dance. We have these individual songs and then these collective songs. It's like symphonies and notes. And, yeah. you know, so as you tune up with these ancient devices that you've learned to play really beautifully, it does. It feels like you're tuning up. It, it, it's it's very deeply healing. It's definitely a method that I was only introduced to probably about four years ago, maybe four yeah. or five. And immediately I could feel the importance of these crystal bowls and these, the sound healing. It was, yeah. it's really unreal what happens in that room and how it goes through you. Like it, it's like in your left ear and then it's going into your right. Like it's really. They're magical. Beautifully crazy. Yeah. We'll use that word in that way yeah. of, of how it really enters the sound of the bowls it enters your body in a whole way that you almost don't like the first time you do it you're like what is happening like <laughs> right it's a new it's it's not even a language it's just it kind of is it's 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 the language of sound and frequency and tuning your body into more of who you really are because you know the air is thick with a lot of these wounds and these collective mm. traumas that yeah. we're swimming in as a society, as a world and um, things like sound healing. It's like a cleanse almost. It's like a quick yeah, tune up. It's so good that you said that because um, as you were saying that, if we think about it, um, the vibration of traumas or the vibration of pain compared to the vibration of love. So there are different frequencies. So um, once you go into the higher frequencies, you go into love, acceptance, like 
that's the frequencies which it's vibration right mm-hmm. so if you think about it somebody that's um maybe really hurt and has a lot of trauma and goes into like a sound healing which is higher what it's doing is shaking up all of that stuck energy shaking it shaking it shaking it to the point that it's like washing your dishes and the dirt is coming off like little by little it's like it and that's what sound healing is doing to all of us with pain with trauma even with muscular pain with your bones it's just vibrating it to the point where it becomes its natural state and it um, helps with diseases like i said anxiety like people that can't sleep overthinking and just relax and it's just like they're magical (laughs) and and not just anyone can do it and that's why i respect i mean you have a gift and i think yeah and i think treating yourself seriously as an artist and not because sometimes you're most flippant about like um and first of all i've only experienced a couple studio sound healings and everyone professionally was great but you really do have to know how to do what you do. It's an art form. Like not just anyone can do what you do. And I think it's important that you own that because first of all, these bowls are very expensive and very sacred. Yes. You have to invent to do this kind of art. You, it's really like buying a grand piano, (laughs) how to investing in these things, right? It's, it's money. It's, it's you're it's a musician money. in a sense yeah. a healing musician yes and the things that you gotta take care of them like you said everything's alive they're crystals they're vibrance they're frequency and at the end um i am uh, i am a channel for the higher self to come through me and through interpret my energy into the crystals mm. and to heal everybody so it is a combination of like everything and like you say it is i never thought about it but it is like an art yes it is an art that um i guess yeah not everybody can do it it's interesting yeah i think well part of what came through in your healing is owning Owning. you more you being more you with the letting yourself be bigger finally oh yes remember you know yes and that's something i do i don't know it's like well it's almost frowned upon to have confidence yeah especially i mean maybe men feel the same way but i feel like a lot it's like if you it's like then you're like a bitch or a diva so if someone gives if someone says to me you're really talented and i go oh thanks i know it's like ew bitch (laughs) but i think i said that you said that to me right you were like oh you're really talented i was like oh yeah i know thank you (laughs) And it's almost jarring to hear a woman accept a compliment so yes, boldly. Indeed. So I think part of what you're doing and a lot of the collective men and women is allowing yourself to love yourself and appreciate mm. your unique gifts. And I almost want thought I've been, been thinking about like what to call this, but it's like be your unique vibration or just mm. frequency, whatever you want to call it. And you this, were, it, it goes right along with our workshop. The Venus rising is the goddess within you and honoring it by honoring it is that saying, yes, I, I am this. I am that like taking pride over your, your beautiful essence. And man that, or woman. Yes. The goddess within man the or woman. Within. And, and maybe for some, it's going to be claiming their God. Maybe yes. some people have already claimed their goddess, but they're ready. You know, cause as a woman, sometimes it can mean 
it's so interesting what we how we identify with genders but i've loved in really embracing also my inner masculinity yeah as a woman so embracing the the phoenix rising it's not phoenix goddess rising it's phoenix rising it can really be the male or female fire within and just letting yourself be you it's it's about clearing away via fire these old delusions that that tell you you can't be who you really are, that you're bad or you'll get in trouble or you'll get beat if it was really bad or you'll get molested if you had something like that. So we have shaped, like shifted our shapes and we've played small and we've exiled certain places as a way to survive. And for me, the Phoenix rising, it's the God and goddess in balance, that Sri Yantra dance of being who you are and getting ready for real intimacy with yourself and acceptance, but also getting ready to really enter a kind of partnership and love where you're really yourself, where you're not, Oh man, I fucked up again, or I shouldn't have said this, or I should, it's, it's first learning to love who you are and accept who you are. Yes. That word just came up. Acceptance. The idea that we walk around not accepting who we are because we feel like we're going to be judged. We feel that somebody is not going to accept who we are and they just going to, I don't know, what is this fear? Because I feel it within myself also. If it's real deep, it's I will die, I will get beat. <laughs> no, I'm not even joking. I mean, I know you're laughing probably as a defense, but when you're in that much of a bad childhood where yes. if you act whatever way oh be- God, and yes. you get beat because of it or molested or raped because of it, yeah. you learn that who you are is bad or maybe even deserved that beating or that abuse. Yeah. So it goes really deep into the soil of trauma. So yes. we're all collectively man and woman alike. It's no verses at all. We are learning how to heal the trauma between, I think, the dance of the divine mother and father within. And so many of these households have hidden abuse that, you know, then we put on these facades as we walk around and no one's really talking about the pain that we're going through. When I was in the emergency room, they didn't put me in a room. I was in the hallway and I was like, I mean, everyone in the ER heard what I had to say, but I was like, how are, I was like, how is no one else feeling what I'm feeling right now with the mother crying out the way she is with these mass shootings? You know what I mean? With all of it, with what's going on with pedophile rings, Israel, Palestine, I I could go on forever. Communities not having clean water, innocent black people being shot and put in jail, Um, people treating marijuana like it's this drug when many are using it just to survive is plant medicine there are so many injustices and yet in your card that you got the nun they were talking about injustice being a little bit lighter when you add compassion to yourself mm, first because yeah. we're seeing all these things and it hurts but what I realized I think in that emergency room is just even more compassion for who I am I am so sensitive and in tune to these energies yes. that I have to not override my limits. I forget how much I'm always working with. And I had an experience recently with my incredible friend, Khalees Hawkins. She's this amazing comedian who's a also a single mother and just also really tuned in. You have to meet her wow, soon. I can't To wait. these energies. So we did this kind of, I don't know if I should be even talking about, I don't think she'd mind, but we did like a mushroom kind of ceremony thing. Um, 
And what ended up happening was she opened up a gift that she's always had, but shut down. I hope it's okay that I'm sharing this. I'll get to the real gist of it. But she basically has superpowers and abilities that are amazing that she had shut down. And as she opened them, and we at first it was scary for her, and she'd scream as she saw all the beings that are in this house. But we ended up, I ended up holding her hand and believing her. I think I was the one of the first people to say, I don't think you're crazy. I believe you. The beings you're describing are beings I work with. She described a being froggy fruits. I literally work with a a frog man like being. I have him painted on my wall. She saw him walking around and was at first. And I was like, no, do you know what I mean? Yes. But it was, it was beautiful for her because she has this gift that was like looked at as crazy and not ever really heard. And it was beautiful for me because she saw me and I I saw her as the goddess she is. And she saw me as the goddess I am. And like, I saw her abilities and her powers and she saw mine. And, um, I think the more we hear each other and believe each other and, and discuss our trauma and our pains that we're sharing, the more we can actually just be who we are. And hold space for each other because yes. that's, I feel like that's very important to be able to hold a safe space where you feel like you're not going to be judged and be um, in nature, be comfy. I feel like those plant medicines, they're just, it, it, right now they're awakening us. They're helping us with our Venus rising. Well, you're a big, I've never done ayahuasca, but yes. I would love to, I, you described it last time, but yes. What is, how would you describe the difference in that medicine to something like shrooms or marijuana? Well, what is the difference? Well, grandmother, um, I call her grandmother. Not she, mother, it's grandmother? Uh, I, yeah, grandmother. Why not mother? Um, I don't know. It's, it feels it's, more like a grandmother? Yeah, it's a grandmother and multiple, my community. Um, would you describe shrooms or marijuana as mother? No. Or do, okay, no. I can't wait they, to hear are, you describe are, each they're one. They're supposed to be actually grandfather. So a grandma, what? yeah, grandfather, shrooms fa- and marijuana. Yes. So, gra- um, so no way. A grandmother is ayahuasca and grandfather. I believe his grandfather is shrooms. Really? Um, so shrooms, you know how shrooms- she saw an old man come through. Ooh. What? But a lot of things came through. Keep going. So sh- shrooms um, help you. You know how a shroom is kind of shaped like a penis in a way? Yes, so it helps you're a right. lot with your sexuality. Oh my God, it's so crazy. I did a ceremony. But if you have sexual trauma, exactly. it could really help you heal. It and, could help yeah. you heal, but it could also go towards the other way. It could oh, make yeah. you... Um, it could bring it up, mm-hmm. but remember that yes. sexuality is part of who we are. And the thing is that of the Venus rising, we yes. have to start owning it and healing yes. it. So with the mushrooms, you're healing that part of your sexuality, um, which it, you just it, for me it was very powerful. With grandma, uh, shrooms just just show you. They don't guide you. With grandmother, she guides you and she talks to you softly and gently. The shrooms, they're like, this is what it is. And I'm not going to explain. You got to explain. You got to, you figure it out yourself. So you end up in the middle. You're like, you could either cry. Would you suggest for me trying ayahuasca? 
I, I, yes, she's very. Can you human. do small doses? Like, you can you can yeah. you choose to go? Yeah, you Because when I even attempt any shroomage at all, I do very small microdose. I don't yeah. go full. Yeah, because you're can very you do sensitive. that? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Or I shoot out. But just remember that um, you can't be under any medication, which is perfect. Okay. You so, can't be on on any uh, medication. Any special. Uh, so wait, to do ayahuasca, you yeah. can't be on like. Uh, what about marijuana? And all stuff marijuana. Like? Yes. So yes. you can't be I'm, on I'm any chemical. About, yes, yes, because chemicals they well, mess up with your body. Well, let's talk about this real yeah. quick. Let me t- let me explain why that's so important to yes. say, because most okay. I I was in the ER three times in the last three to four months. The first one was a full panic attack right before the El Paso shooting, hours before. Mm. My friend Kalisa, who I'm talking about, also ended up in the ER that same time. I think a lot of people, we felt that. that girl also ended up in the ER, I'm telling you. Every, we're, we feel this, we're all this connected. Yes. Now, but the other two, the, the second one was a yeah. very severe reaction to Lexapro, a more chemical drug. Oh. And then the other one was Abilify. So it's interesting because... I'm not against everyone listening. You go to whatever you need, whether it's chemical or plant-based or whatever. But it's interesting that in order to do ayahuasca, it only can be plant-based medicine. You wouldn't be able to be on something like clonopin. What what if you were on clonopin? Uh, What is clonopin? It's kind of like a tranquilizer-y thing. I don't think so. You think it would numb it down just a little bit? Yeah, because the thing is that... um, uh, where with the grandmother she's depleting a lot of chemicals from your brain as it is i think as it is okay so it's good just to have the brain fully juiced up enough so you could experience what you need to experience interesting yes interesting i feel something like that and also how often do you do your ceremonies um we do it like once a month that's amazing yeah but you don't have to. If someone no. didn't want to, they didn't have yeah, to. Yeah, but for me, it's like I'm peeling the layer because I had a, a, a rough childhood. Yes, so for me, me I've been pe- peeling the layers of uh, trauma from my mom. Um, there's just a lot of stuff. And um, I'm just like everybody just bringing myself up until I feel like finally, after working with the medicine four years, I feeling I, I'm comfortable with myself to the point where I I'm I'm not letting others dictate how I feel. Even though in relationships I'm still learning how to handle my state of mind because relationships is like a different monster. Well, what's going on with the Suryantra there is that there's still an imbalance of the masculine and the feminine. Yes. So women lose their dominion very quickly. Yes. Now men may feel that too in their own way. So there needs to be more conversations in general about this thing. But I do know a lot of women who lose themselves very quickly and have a hard time balance standing in their truth yes. and feeling balanced because we lose there's something it's it's something in the collective trauma that's healing and it hurts both men and women because everyone wants true harmony because we have them within the the goddess and the god relies within every one of us when something's out of relationship in that way it hurts every single one of us we all actually want true balance harmony and equality but it's happening now. And that was one of your cards, stabilize your energy fields. We are feeling these shifts. It's yes. happening rapidly. I felt like I was going through portals through your sound healing. Yes. I really did. You Did you see me making symbols yes. as yes. I shot through? At first yes. I was self-conscious, but I was like, you know what? Things are shooting through me to make certain symbols and... Um, 
it just they were they felt very pharaonic poses and do you know what i'm yes. i felt very tied into egypt and a lot of my um well, alien friends yes and you said you were channeling information too it was not just information it was like visual telepathic concepts yeah. one was about abundance and in the new earth where it's not about surviving it's about thriving and the flower of life really mm. came in because there's there are ancient systems of the way energies can flow and how we can use energy in a way that that replenishes we are still stuck in a system that rapes the earth of yes. her resources and yes. that is also holographic for what we are doing to women and to men and ourselves in general so there needs to be a shift into not just how we treat the mother earth, but how we're treating ourselves Ourselves. and just, so I was getting information like that, like, and a lot of sacred geometry because we have to shift for the earth to survive and for really humanity to not just survive, but evolve. Cause the, the avatar, the human avatar is limitless. It's potential is we are channels of, of the heavenly lights. So, um, we reflect back where, you know, it's, it's, there are many ways to describe the interesting holographic nature of reality, but, um, it is magic and, and what you do and what I do, we are, we help to tune people into their truest, fullest selves and that's what everyone really aches for is the freedom to be who they are and when you're in a relationship that starts to feel off balance and you can feel yourself not doing things you know that your heart really wants to do even if you really want that connection it starts to hurt more to not be who you are you know what i'm learning about relationships um or before this guy that's in my life right now i was single three years and what um, I'm learning about myself is that speaking my truth is, it, it has to come from like a foundation, like um, the solar plexus power, it's the power chakra. Because you cannot speak your truth unless you have that power. And to say, I am enough, I deserve to speak my truth. To and, love yourself and enough. to love myself. And that's what this is what's happening right now is that we're starting to honor and grow and step into our truth into our power and say no screw this this is what i want (laughs) and you stand by it and you say no matter what happens you know what this is what i want you know it's just knowing knowing that you deserve to have your (laughs) deepest desires and needs met and and to know when you really believe in this work and you're really dedicated to being your unique vibration in Mm. you then you're willing to lose things or allow things to fall off it's like a snake shedding its skin it doesn't have to be crazy but you start to learn to surrender to the place where things that fall off do and things that enter and do like think of the ocean waves coming in and out and you just say well I'm me we all make mistakes once again that's the phoenix rising energy it's like you always have a chance even a million times a day to try again and to learn. And we are, I love the tarot card, the fool. It's the first card in the deck. It's like, we're fools here on this journey. We, we slip, we fall, but don't get too jaded. And I think things like the sound healing bring you back to that childhood essence of just being excited about life and being filled with life force. And 
wanting to be in the present moment and knowing you're worthy of being happy and abundance. But when you're still steeped in trauma, it's hard to get there. Because of the tune-up. Remember what the sound is doing is shaking your body, shaking your energy feels so much that it's like you're going through a little car wash where you're releasing some trauma. You're really not... A little by little, you're releasing traumas, you're releasing stuck earning, you're releasing what no longer serves you, you're releasing all beliefs, you're releasing all of that. So it's giving you like a fresh start in order for you, like that card that you gave me about the angles, the numb, it's, it gives you a different way of looking at life mm. from a different perspective, from a different frequency, from a different vibration. So you could see that maybe what you thought it was less devastating is something small and that's something that was, I'm also learning through that relationship is don't dwell on what happened like the past is the past like we got to learn also to like be in the present and just don't repeat the pain over and over like I said yeah but you can't you can't just that I know what you're saying but it's so much easier said than done (laughs) unless no because it's just you repeat no one wants to repeat patterns so many of us watch ourselves repeat self-destructive patterns and say you know, it's not just so simple as that. It's yeah. like you you really have to invest the work in not just things like sound healing, but whether it's therapy or yes. getting like a healer. But and you kind of talked about this earlier, really being willing to get real yes, and to not feel it's to allow the masks to fall off and I think that's part of the fire and, and that's the work that we're doing in ceremonies like yes. the ceremony that we're going to be doing is about facing facing your fears in a way and being head on and being honest you know what it's being honest so with yourself so many of us are so scared of being alone but we already feel alone do you know what I'm saying <laughs> yes and I think it's like once we just start talking and once people start admitting oh I do feel alone or I do need more community people are holding in so much unlocked pain yes. and I know that that all of that helped lead essentially to my ER trips I needed more attention yes. I needed more love and I got it and an emergency room it was so clear to me so true yes and if we could have built like a more foundation more a support group hey uh, maybe a A community that supports each other which we're trying to build yeah maybe a That'd be cool. Why don't we build well, a, a community that's of That's what of we're pa- doing, Brenda. Of, of Hello. Pa- Hello. A panic attacks whenever you feel like, oh my God, it's coming. We can say, okay, everybody get together. Let's do sound healing. Let's do this. Let's do that. And I don't like- think it's that simple either though, because sometimes when someone's in a panic attack, like for me, when they come on, yeah. it becomes, it's not so, it's like, that almost makes it sound more carefree than it is. Maybe it is for some. <laughs> Maybe if it's a lower panic attack, that could work. Yeah. I well, mine were also sometimes medication based, where it was a a literal reaction Mm. to a medication. But sometimes when you're so steeped in that pain, you can't even. The only thing you can do is say, "I need help," Mm. and that can come. That has to be individual because sometimes you're so scared of being judged or whatever to say to feel that vulnerable. But um, even to call nine one one is a vulnerable move of I need help. Do you get what I'm saying? Especially when it's something that's not necessarily physical. I was throwing up and having physical reactions to the medication, but I also knew it was an emotional thing. I think we need to heal the stigma around 
mental illness. It can't be used as a weapon. Everyone loves calling everyone else mentally ill. I have a quote painted on my wall. We're all mad here. It's like you can't throw that around anymore. There are people who have been called mentally ill for decades who actually had gifts and no one believed them. So you know, there are a lot of people who just need to be seen and understood. And there's a lot of people just, once again, the masks, the hiding. And in our workshop, this whole podcast is not just to plug our workshop, because I know a lot of you can't come. But you have to find ways to whether it's sound healing, yoga, drumming, like find ways to tune up your Even soul. dancing. The other night I went um, to my favorite, uh, my local bar. Um, it's called Michi's on Wednesdays they have um, a house music and they have DJ and my friend went over and he plays the conga so he was doing the conga ta 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 oh my god next to the DJ you guys I closed my eyes oh my god I was able to yeah. release all this trauma that I've been feeling um because of my new relationship because i've been feeling this anxiety mm-hmm. that i couldn't express myself that uh-huh. i couldn't be myself that um that again i was being sucked into like a relationship where i was like in a way not happy yeah and but yet i know is i'm not happy because his trauma he has a lot of pain body let's not go into his trauma yes. because i feel a lot of people in relationships where it may or may not be meant to work. Yes. Love focusing on the other person's trauma. Yes, yes I agree. No. <laughs> and I have I have literally had a set such a hard... Because I have a lot of friends yes. who would love to spend hours talking about their boyfriend's trauma to me. Yeah. And I'm Instead like... Instead of looking at themselves, which I'm is here, that, that is where the, uh, the responsibility... Uh, you're right. And so, it's because a lot of times their trauma that they're not dealing with... I agree. ...is linked to their superpowers they're not opening. Right. And, and because we... It is, um, nothing happens by accidents. Everything is Amen. synchronized. So everybody yes. that walks into our lives is a teacher. So what I'm, in a yes. way, what I'm saying, he's an amazing teacher. He has been able to teach me to see my own, what is it that I'm doing that is causing the pain. And it is so beautiful to and be able <laughs> to and look hard. at yourself. And yeah. I was able to do it on Wednesday night. I closed my eyes and started dancing to those comments. Yes. And I was able to see what I was doing. Beautiful. What I was allowing and what was coming into my experience for me to control and dominate and understand and evolve and move through. And like you said, feel the pain and go through it and I felt a shift after Wednesday like I I I saw him I think last night and I it was I didn't feel the same way for him it changed the energy pattern of our relationship it was so interesting when people start to really allow themselves to be who they really are and to and to vibrate to who they're really meant to be with Mm -hmm. and you can only do that when you really start being who you are but you have to deal with the trauma that kept you from not but it's so beautiful when you just start saying this is me yeah and I'm beautiful as me and it's hard and we all have the light and the dark within that's why I love non-duality and shadow work is like it's okay to have a shadow self it's okay to be bitchy or cranky or assholey sometimes it's not okay to act out or like punch someone or but we all make mistakes too but phoenix rising no. phoenix um rising. but um but yeah everyone 
everyone can, you know, this is a path of constant recorrection or lessons or growing or evolution and growing, there's never too late. Evolution. And it's about being more and more of you and bringing more and more of your truest essence down here into this mm. physically manifested world, which is always shifting and evolving like the beautiful kaleidoscope and mosaic so we are. Beautiful. I love that. And we kind of got to wrap it up. Awesome. Oh my God. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for doing the sound healing. It was Anytime. really amazing. And um, anyone who can who's in the area of like New York, New Jersey, Philly, come to our workshop, November 21st. Um, I think I said, what is it? 6 PM. Didn't yes, I make it I six? Think six <laughs> yeah. or six thirty? I the think two? I did six. Six. But check the, uh, you know, it's all my social media. There's an Eventbrite. It's Phoenix Rising with Kate Wolf and Brenda Castaño. Castaño. Yes. Castaño, and um, it's going to be filled with the sound healing. There will be tarot in there, some channeling. We're going to be doing ritual. There will be yes. some drumming and movements and yes. dance and yes. bringing on that the the dancing of bringing in your oh inner goddess God. and just letting yes. the movements intuitive come through you in a safe sacred environment where we will Brenda and I will not judge what movements and things yes it's so beautiful sound and dancing is so healing you guys Um, another suggestion for you guys to look for healing is journey dancing journey dancing is another technique to release trauma where can people find Um, I don't know just google it because it's just a a rare class just like sound healing okay but if you guys can find journey dancing is uh is it journey dancing or journey, journal journey dancing. journey dancing yes i'm sorry for my accent no i love the but accent uh, i need to honor myself i haven't <laughs> no i love it i just wanted to make sure that <laughs> yes. they were looking into the right thing i, I did one uh like two weeks ago oh my god i cried i cried so much and seriously that also shifted my healing so i'm telling you dance lots, is so yes, important it's amazing my friend jess she is a dance healer like that's yes. her she she has a company you can dance again and it's about <gasps> bringing that inner dancer that a lot of people have shut down yes out so mm. um i don't know if she's able to come to the event but like just her classes and her movements and obviously now i now i feel like i have to give another shout out to my other friend <laughs> allison who's a shaman who, who uses all other kinds of instruments and she's a shaman yes. she has like all these other tools and i mean her gifts are also unreal and and go beyond that but where can they find you uh, other than coming to our event November 21st? Where do you have a website or your where where can people go? Um, yes, uh, Aquarium Yoga in Westfield. Uh, you could find me there, Brenda Castano. I'm a sound healer. And then there I also have my own little website. I don't know my own address because it's like a little website created a long time ago because I also do hypnosis. But you could check me out there. Definitely. Could people hire you for like a private event or party to do a sound healing yes, for like a group? Definitely, definitely. Okay. And so what's your, do you have an email or what should uh, they my do? My email is bcastano1 at gmail. So if any of you want to have who are in New Jersey or I'm sure you're willing to travel for the right amount of money, but she could even do like a 45 minute to hour session for a group for a group. Definitely. It's magical. Definitely. So um, thank you guys so much for listening. If you would like a non-dual Kabbalistic healing, which I gave Brenda as well. um, Oh, my God. It was amazing. Let me tell you guys, after this, I felt so zen and I oh, wow. 
I'm sorry we didn't get to talk that much about it, no, but it's it was okay. Oh my god, she is so powerful. I love you. Thank you. That was you're welcome. Amazing. It was an it. honor to get to that was her first non dual Kabbalistic healing. So yes. they go very deep. So any of you who want that, it's kwolf two f's twenty seven at gmail dot com. Twitter, Instagram at the Kate Wolf. And thank you all so much for listening. Oh, I other I have another event. Oh my God, did I lose my my calendar when my so by the way, my phone completely died and I lost <laughs> all my contacts and now I'm realizing I might have lost like my calendar that has all my events. I mean, I know the November. It's fine. I'll figure it out. But I'm just like, oh, shit. Universe. Don't worry. We're going to channel it They just wiped my calendar. We're going to bring it back. Oh, my gosh. Bring it back. We'll see. Bring okay. it back. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. I just have to come. I just came to terms with the fact that my calendar probably just got wiped. So I'll have to remember so okay but i'm sure you could contact some people that could remember if i miss if i miss a meeting i miss a meeting it's yes. what are you gonna do yes hopefully oh i God. won't I know hopefully i won't but anyway <laughs> um thank you guys so much for listening i hope you can come to our november 21st event that i have remembered anyway <laughs> yes six to eight in island new jersey address given to you once you purchase the tickets on eventbrite so hope to see you there but like i said um, you know, I can do healings. I can do them over Skype and FaceTime. And then Brenda, she can really, if you're in the tri-state area and you're willing to pay her correctly, she can do like for a group of you, yes. a really beautiful, I mean, it's hard to describe what she can do. So, and she is good. So thank you. Yeah, thank it would be good you. for events. So anyway, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for coming on, Brenda. Thank you guys. Thank you for listening. Yes. Namaste. Namaste. Fuck it up, fuck it up. Fuck it up. Juke. Yeah, you like it? 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 Yeah, you like it?